Welcome to a, a special episode of uh, this series of the Hudson River Presbytery, and we are going to be looking at some of the grants and other resources that are out there, and I'm pleased to be joined by Dorinda Violante. I believe I got that correct. And so we're going to be talking about just one of the handful of grants that is offered by Hudson River Presbytery, and uh, that's going to be the Challenge to Change grant. And so welcome to uh, Dorinda, who will be sharing some more information on that. And I would just say to all of you who are either listening or watching that if you go to our website and find the grants tab, you'll be able to find all the information regarding the application and other resources as well. Now, Dorinda, when I think about the challenge to change grant, I'm sure there are people in the Presbytery uh, and even pastors who aren't necessarily sure that or didn't even know that this grant existed. Doing a little digging, it sounds like that this grant is used for things that go outside of, of just operation operational expenses and, and things like that and are used for some of the more imaginative or big picture dreams perhaps churches or uh, communities of faith have. So uh, I was wondering if you could share some more insight on, on what this grant is is meant for. Sure. Thanks, Casey. Yes, this Challenge to Change grant is a way to dream of new programs, both our ministries and our congregations. It's this like starting point. It helps to be the catalyst uh, for what programs we dream in serving our various communities that in, as we say in Hudson River, right, we're living resurrection in passion and partnership in an ever-changing world. So we see things that are changing and our ideas start coming. And in that, the outside, as you said, outside of our general operation fund, usually we'll come up with an idea and be like, oh, wouldn't that be great? And we don't want the funds of our general work to prohibit that. So this is that, that seed that's starting to have new things uh, begin. And I, I think that that is exciting news in terms of that resource being out there for, for congregations. And you mentioned the resurrection uh, hope and, and faith that, that we hold here in Hudson River Presbytery. And jumping off of that, I, I believe that the history of the funding for this grant actually comes somewhat out of that resurrectional uh, approach where, where the money has a, a history and a sale from, from church property, I believe. Yes, there was a, um, a church who, that was sold and the proceeds of that in speaking with um, the new members of Presbytery and with the community um, that was selling the church, they wanted to see the sell the monies from that church go to provide new vision and new things without throughout the presbytery. And so that's exactly what happened. They sold the church and the proceeds seeded this fund. And actually every closed church property since then, 10% of those proceeds fund this uh, these projects as well. So it's a lovely way to have a ministry presence and continuation of new ideas and new ways to reach the community from communities that are no longer part of Hudson River. So out of that sort of growth and of these these churches that were either closed and the property was sold, what what has some of the projects been then I guess that, that have taken shape 
using the monies that have been offered through this grant. They've run the gamut, which is so exciting about the way our imagination and dreaming can happen. They have, let me first say that the, um, the grants run, um, you have, you can request up to $7,000 to give you an idea of, of what you're working with with some of these projects that have been um, have been completed. Everything from conference style mission trip opportunities to community art projects with recycled items, good news um, for the year of various outreach projects, including art and poetry and cooking classes. There have been community gardens. There have been labyrinths and Peace Gardens. There's also been opportunities for environmental justice and um, earth care, mental health first aid seminars, music education. So if you see a need in your community and you can see how it is with partnership and passion with your own church and involving the um, communities around you, it is worth getting that idea out there and being able to um, discern where where and how you would do that in that seven thousand dollars as I as I mentioned the grant that you request is up to seven thousand dollars and there is a portion of that that can be used for a salary piece as long as it's not more than 50 percent of your um, of your request but it helps to to seed all of those, all of those different possibilities. And, and I will say, I think seven thousand dollars, you you could do a lot with that. It's, sure it can. sounds like from what you <laughs> described, and I'm sure that there's even more possibilities out there that are just waiting to be explored. Mm -hmm. I think the one of the questions that comes to my mind is you mentioned seven thousand dollars as as being one of the max that you can request, and I guess my question would be, is that a, a that's a one time funded opportunity? Actually, you can request for the same project up to three years. When you fill out the application, which can be found on the Hudson River Presbytery website, it walks you through the different process. They, we ask that you uh, respond clearly the way your project is matching with the vision and mission statements of our presbytery and to show comprehensive planning, all of the details, what who's going to be involved and how and all the various activities, including the budget. And that's where that sound, you know, if you have different um, needs for supplies or for personnel and helping that go. But there are two follow-up um, two follow-up reports that are um, required as part of this grant process. So you get awarded the money and we ask that there be a mid-year um, report sent into the committee on December 31st, and then an end-year report that gets sent in on May, uh, May 15th. And that is so that if you wanted to ask for to repeat this grant for another, like I said, up to three years, you can apply for this grant for three years, but you need to submit an application every three years. And if that end year report has not come in, we have no way of knowing how the project is going or what kind of support you might need. So it is really important to get those reports in so we can continue to support what you're dreaming and the ways that you're serving, serving the community. That makes sense. And, and so just to recap then, there is that initial application process where you can request request a $7,000. And then just summarizing what I heard you just say is that there's the option then to reapply uh, up to three years for a project, depending on making sure you, you hit those 
benchmark reports that and turning turning those right. uh, reports I, in. I, true, and I should have I should mention that the application for this grant is due on March fifteenth. We will start accepting grants on January first, but know that they get put in a folder and nothing really get, they will not get looked at until March fifteenth. We start everything off on a clean slate. The grants committee gets together both in their March and April meeting to discern. Uh, you may need, you may get contacted for a follow-up question um, before decisions get made, um, but on March 15th, we start uh, going through all of the dreams that people have. <laughs> so, so this all sounds great. And I think, you know, even myself, it's getting the wheels turning on, on what possibilities there are for, for a grant like this. And now I think for other people who may be watching or listening, either, you know, down the line as well. What are some of the criteria or what are some of the requirements for a congregation that would be interested in applying for this grant? Any congregation or ministry can apply in looking at your project and putting in the application. One of the um, requirements is that you are able to show that this particular project, it will cannot be supported by your own local mission funds and that though it is outside of your operation budget that um, your local mission funds and your own budget are not able to support that. And you also must be current with your per capita and your general mission giving for um, to the Presbytery. So important things to keep in mind as you consider <laughs> applying for this grant. Now, are there any other consideration or, or any other thoughts that you would like to put out there about the challenge to change grant? I think it's really to know that these funds are available and by sitting around a table in that fellowship hall or here on Zoom, right, that you can start dreaming. The ideas of when you pass someone says, you know, I wonder if we could, yeah, keep thinking and keep dreaming that it is possible. There's so many times where we say, oh, that's going to cost too much or oh, right, I'm, I don't think we'd be able to pull that off. But by really going through the application process and answering the questions, you get to see what is possible. And here at Hudson River, that is, right, the, the blessing that we are looking to make new things possible and share the celebrations of that and the learning edges. And I think it is a wonderful tool to start trying out a few things and uh, reaching reaching far and wide. And final question, Dorinda, which is that if there are people out there who may be interested in the Challenge uh, Change Grant after hearing everything we said, and they look at the application and they maybe have questions, is there a good way for them to reach out if, if they have any follow-up or any questions that they may have about the application process? Absolutely. If they send an email straight to the Hudson River Presbytery office, the email can be found there on the website. They will send it to the current chair of the committee and we'll be sure to get right back to you and you'll um, get hooked up with the liaison and can help you walk through the process. Awesome. Well, thank you, Dorinda, and hope all of you out there who may be watching or listening are inspired by what you can do with the Challenge to Change grant and a reminder that you can find that information on the Hudson River Valley or Hudson River Presbytery website. And you can find the application and the due dates and everything that you'll need to apply for this wonderful grant. So thank you very much, Dorinda. Thanks, Casey. 
and thank you to all of you for watching and listening and hope that you take advantage of this opportunity. Thank you very much. <laughs>